Yo, so the opinions and views expressed in this podcast are that of our own and the future Bachelor podcast only and not affiliated with any outside party or entity or anything like that. This fun podcast, though, may include some adult language. Future Bachelor Podcast. Welcome to Future Bachelor. My name is Sai. And I'm Veronica. And we talk about everything pop culture, dating, and bachelor. This episode, we're covering a new Love is Blind Bride. Okay. A sad loss in the Sex and the City family. Oh, no. And the grossest food play on Bachelor Nation yet. Ew, and this is episode 181. Let's go. (laughs) Woo. You know, this episode, we just got right into it, V, because, you know, you're on vacation right now, and I don't want to take up too much of your family time. How are you? What's going on? I'm good. I've been in close to your, you know, kind of homeish town, Mm -hmm. I would say. um, Home of the Orlando area. Home of the Mouse. Yes, Home of the Mouse. I've been in Disney um, with my part of my family for the past week-ish. So we've gone to all the parks. Disney is old hat for us. Like, we don't mess around when it comes to Disney. I've been going to Disney parks in general since I was a toddler. So um, I'm, I know how to do it. I, we know how to, what rides to go on. We went on the Star Wars stuff. We did all the new shit. We've been in and out of everywhere. So we are, we know how to do Disney and we know how to do Disney right. So know, today's I, actually our last day here. Yeah. And I saw um, the other morning you, it was like, I just woke up and you already had like a drink or something. <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, V. And you had been drinking yeah, all day. I'm like, in, damn. It wasn't, okay, why did you just wake up? Because it was like 10 30 you know, so it was, it was like the time change or whatever don't tell anybody um so yeah well that's what's up well you missed out this weekend because uh, my homie jackson came to visit and uh, right. me, him, and it was and his it. birthday as well right yeah yeah it was his birthday um uh well, it will be two days ago from when this drops. But, uh, yeah, no, it was cool to have him around. He's always dope to have around. Um, and then, you know, I ended up going to Music Midtown. So that was really fun. Uh, got to see, you know, dope-ass acts like AJR and Surfaces and Lauv. And these are all, th- like, people that I wanted to see. Like, I actually bought tickets to some of them last year and couldn't go because of COVID and stuff. So AJR is always at Music Midtown, in my experience, it feels like. But they're such a great act live. They're uh, so fun. Yeah, I mean, this um, is the first time where, like, I actually... I, I've been a fan of AJR since, I think, their first single, but, like, they've really come into their own as artists, and, like, you know, my cousin really put me on to their newer stuff, and I've been listening since, and I'm a big fan, so it's really awesome to see them live, and there were so many freaking people there. It was crazy. Who so. was your favorite artist that you saw at Music Midtown? Because I'm sad I missed it, because some of my faves were there, like Miley and Meg and the Jonas Brothers. Well, but. I was really excited to see Jack Harlow, and oh you, yeah you know that's my like my boy. boy yeah yeah but i don't know <laughs> I, I i don't mean to hate or anything but it just it just didn't do it for me maybe it i'm was, gonna be honest i don't know if he's a good live performer i, I don't know <laughs> if it was that maybe he just there was too many people there for like a rapper that like you know only has like three four songs you might know um and like i guess the music wasn't really hitting where we were standing at like it was a point where it was just flooded with people and um so i was a little disappointed in that one but 
I got to see Lauv, which was one of those tickets I bought last year and Love got returned. Lauv. And, um, you know, the, they waited till the end to play it, but it was like that. To be young and be loved in New York City. That one went off and I was just like. <laughs> and then MGK also performed too. Yeah, MGK was good. Um, you know, they did some covers. They did, I think uh, you probably got sent it, but they're doing the Paramore cover and stuff. Misery so. Business cover. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and also everyone started chanting Megan. I guess she wasn't there. Megan Fox. So um, that was. Yeah. I can't believe yeah. she wasn't yeah. there. Yeah. I mean, he probably got sick of everyone chanting Megan. Megan. I know. And she just dropped a super hot, like Kim Kardashian, the queen of a good campaign, mm-hmm. dropped, uh, you know, Skims campaign with her, uh, Megan Fox and Kourtney Kardashian together. Since and, like, they're the all new BFFs. Pick- yeah, it's uh, like, you know, the raven-haired BFFs. I wonder and, how uh, Addison Ray feels about, like, uh, Megan Fox being taken as the BFF. With, like, Kourtney Kardashian having a friend, like, in her age range? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, you know, so why don't we just get into this episode? You know what we do. Um, what have you been watching? I honestly, I'm going to be real. I haven't been watching much because I've been staying at the resort. And the most watching of things I've done is, like, the little previews for shit as we're waiting in lines or SVU on the TV or football mm. when we've been back here. We were just watching um, uh, Despicable Me 1 and 2. Nice. Um, but in general, like I haven't been watching anything new. I watch our show. I've been keeping up with my other shows like Ted Lasso and whatever that I watch every week. So it's it's been, when I'm on vacation, I'm not watching a lot of TV, Understandable to be honest, then. You know, I guess I guess we got to talk about... Um, what have you been watching? <laughs> Thanks for asking. I thought you'd never ask. Um, well, I I started re-watching uh, Sopranos, actually. Like, you know, mm. yeah. What's cool about having Jackson and Andy as friends is, like, we're totally cool. We're just, like, chilling out, just the three yeah, of us. Yeah, you guys can just, like, best friends, like, you can just sit. Yes. And not talk to each other. Yeah, we don't have to drink. <laughs> we don't have to do anything. We laugh at the dumb stuff. We make fun of each other, and that's the fun stuff. And and then we just make fun of like the show and stuff. But Sopranos, a uh, second watch was it's really good. It's actually making me want. Well, and go- especially because aren't they coming out with the mo- new movie, like the prequel movie? Yeah. Soon? So it was really cool to watch Sopranos now, knowing that they're going to come out with the prequel with um, James Gandolfini's son playing. Him, the younger version of Tony Soprano in this prequel. So, you know, hearing things about his past, you're like, you're like oh, they're going to have this character in the prequel because they, you know, talked about this in his life and right. stuff. So it, it was cool to see it from that angle. But also just um, it made me also want to go back and watch uh, Breaking Bad. I've never actually fully watched the whole the whole series. Me neither. So, yeah. Me neither. So, um, you know, I never thought I'd go back and watch Sopranos, but I did. And I definitely recommend it. One of the best shows, you know, probably ever. So, um, and then I actually started last night watching uh, Netflix, you know, has a top 10 and this was number one on it. And it was a Korean show that's like overdubbed with English, but it's called Squid Games. And okay. yeah, it's actually, I know the name is, it's kind of crazy, but it's about like, you know, you know, people that are put in really crappy situations that are forced to like get, enter these games in the secret society that will give them money if they win, but people 
um, die during the games and stuff. So it's what? like, yeah, Wait, like they, they want to quit. Is it a real show or just like a drama? No, no, is no. It this is not like the new reality show from like okay. Bachelor creators <laughs> and stuff. This is an actual fake like show, um, but it's okay. really, yeah, it's really good. An actual fake show. Yeah, you an know. actual fake show. So, um, you know, that's something that uh, I definitely recommend watching on, on Netflix. If you, it, I just started watching it. It's super interesting. And um, yeah, I mean, it I, sounds I, like a, almost like a new version of hunger games but exactly, make it like exactly. korean game show well i i was getting i think there's like um what do they call um where people get exhausted of a certain like theme or like a genre like the whole dystopian and teens yeah, are the only thing yeah. left storyline is kind of getting um exhausted but um this is not really about teens this is about you know people it's it's actually pretty relevant to you know if you're in money situations like most people are um you know <laughs> it's kind of like they get thrown into these games and then they have a choice like to leave if they want to but it's like the actual world is not any better than the chances of winning like billions of dollars through this game and stuff and being able to change your lives. So, um, really a good show. I got about three episodes in before I, I've been since music midtown, just extremely tired. So I've been passing out early. It's, it's like, I, I feel like an old man. So, um, with that being said, why don't we get into something we like to call quick hits V what do we got for some quick hits? So Jeopardy is still like truly in the search for like a long time host. Mm -hmm. um, but it looks like through the end of this year, we're going to see Mayim Bialik known for her fame on Big Bang Theory and Ken Jennings as well of known as his fame on I mean, do you, Jeopardy. Do you, know, do you know her of, of Blossom fame? I didn't watch Blossom, so um, no. I, I'm but I know enough. that that's what she was on yeah, as well. Jo Joey, uh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence, you know, was also famous for that being her brother being like, whoa. Like that was his, <laughs> that was his little catchphrase. He'd be like, whoa. Um, so yeah, uh, she is a great uh, host. What happened with um, that LeVar guy from Star Trek and Reading Rainbow? I thought he was in the running. I don't know. Uh, he might be in the running for more of a long term. Like this is literally just through the end of the year. I think they just needed to like they've been, you know, filming some and they were just trying to like, you know, fill up for the end of the year. But uh, yeah, reading Rainbow, I think he might actually be up. But I don't think they've picked like a full time replacement for Alex Trebek yet. Well, I so, definitely think Ken Jennings is a perfect replacement a good fit yeah because i mean what he's like one of the best winners of the show and stuff right right and i think ma'am bialik is also another good fit she's actually like you know an actual like biologist um plays one on tv as well uh very smart lady has like the chops so i don't know i don't know how, what's gonna happen in the future like who they're gonna feed in or if they're gonna keep doing rotating house or or what right so well what else we got um, what else do we have? So the activist show that we talked about last week, uh, and I sort of predicted this, that maybe it wouldn't be a good idea to actually run this show as a reality competition show. And CBS also thought that after all of the backlash and they've decided to run it as a one-time documentary, um, special. So it's going to be more about like people's quest to like create change and activism and there's going to be like no hosts obviously um both julian huff as and priyanka chopra have put out statements i don't think usher has um i haven't 
seen anything from him. I know Julian Huff has put out stuff being like, I don't think like I'm really the right person for this, especially with like the stuff that I have tried to, you know, deal with with the blackface, et cetera, et cetera. Priyanka Chopra has had also some of her own issues because people have seen her supporting um, certain leaders uh, in like her home country and other places where they're a little bit of some people have called them warmongers or, you know, not really everybody's fave. So she's come out and said different stuff being like, we hear you like this isn't what we were trying to do et cetera, et cetera. And like, they've all like pretty much come out being like competition is not the best way to do this kind of format. Like we want to, you know, we want to celebrate all the people making all these strides in activism. Um, so CBS was like, yeah, rough. Uh, probably we shouldn't do it as a competition because global activism centers around collaboration, cooperation, not trying to go exclusion. Up against- yeah. Especially not trying to go up against each other for Instagram likes. So um, they decided to, you know, reformat it. I don't know how good it's still going to be because it still feels a little hokey to me personally. But um, hopefully it's for a good cause. Um, Well, what else we got? Yeah. So Jessica, very known well from Love is Blind for consistently saying how she was 10 years older than her at the time. Uh, partner Mark she is engaged to her doctor now fiance his name he's a surgeon his name is Benjamin McGrath um, they got engaged they live in LA I'm pretty sure together um, and so they're engaged she's happy she had a whole people exclusive about it which feels a little like how did you get a people exclusive girl well I mean the <laughs> love is blind kind of came back a little strong with those extra episodes they came out with and I also right. feel especially like, surrounding all the mark drama right um, but also there was other drama in there that I felt like was unnecessary for Jessica like you know I don't know if right. you watched it or not but she got like there was like a bad edit about her like because she was just really just trying to be involved with the you know the show crew like the mm-hmm. it becomes like a little family and some people here are like excluded because of this or that and and it kind of just sucks and and um there's the one couple that you know she had dated one of the guys on there or whatever and he um, just um barrett and amber yeah um well yeah barrett you know uh, no hate against them but he kind of was barrett I, excuse me barrett yeah um both of them were kind of really immature about her oh you know yeah what I'm saying? yeah they both were especially yeah no it yeah. was just not a bad it was a bad look like i remember watching the episodes and like all the other women were kind of rallying around Jessica and like even just some of the other women and like Amber is like no and I'm like woof yeah I mean, Amber actually you. ended up getting in like a fight with other girls from from the season and stuff in the, right. those episodes because yeah. she's you know because she's all high and mighty because she's married yeah like, that or just like just yeah she's immature so um you know uh so that's that good for her um congratulations what else we got um yeah, so Willie Garson, known for his role as Stamber Blatch, Stanny, as some people know him, from Sex and the City, died this past week at the young age of 57. Um, it was some sort of illness. There, there's not a lot of... Um, he had pancreatic can- cancer, um, and I think it was an illness, you know, related 
maybe just building on top of his already probably weakened state. Um, but uh, very sad to see that a lot of all the stars, Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, different people in the show have all been posting great things about him um, and his role on the show just because he had such a like, you know, titular role. Yeah. To be I mean, he's been in, in other thing. stuff too and he's very funny and talented. So rest in peace. Um, yo, V, we have any Emmy news going on? The Emmys were this past week, um, which this year, instead of mostly being on Zoom, which last year it was, it was like a very small event at um the i believe like one of the la theaters um and it was i mean it was a a great affair mostly for the comedy shows a lot of the wins went to ted lasso which they had like 20 nominations um so super cool to see because i love that show and i love jason sudeikis and i love all the people on that show um we saw Queen's Gambit win the limited series prize. We saw some of like some wins to Hamilton. Um, Cedric the Entertainer was the host. And then there was a big thing around when Seth Rogen gave out one of the first awards of the night. And he kind of like shit talked the COVID protocols being like, there's way too many people in this tiny room. Like, what are we doing? We're supposed to be setting the precedent, especially with like everything going on, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, Emmy's producers were all up in arms being like, yo, like we're following protocol. We're doing all these different things. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I, I kind of, it's like Seth Rogen. Uh, I don't know what he's becoming right now, but I, I, I w- I'm a big fan of Seth Rogen. So I love Seth Rogen. Yeah, I love Seth. But Rogen. I don't know why he feels like he has to be saying so many things. Like you know, what I'm saying, man, just make just make your movies and 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 don't show up to these shows if you're that concerned. Like you know, um, like it just it just seems very hypocritical to be in there and actually to do all that stuff and and then just like make everyone feel like shit for being in there. Um, well, yeah, and I guess Cedric the Entertainer had to like follow it up with like you know a speech right after that that award, being all like, oh, emphasizing the protocols and COVID nineteen stuff, yeah. just to try to cover the whole event's ass. Which, I mean, there's only so much you can do, and like all the people who are surrounding that event were like, you know, we worked for months and months, we did all these different things. Like, there's like there's only so much we could do. The people who were there, tables for distance, people who were vaccinated, you got to be negative tested, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. People are like, was he joking? Was it, you know, was he being truthful? It's hard to tell. Like, was it just a no, bit was, or was it not? No, it wasn't a bit. Like, I've seen, I've seen people do serious bits before, like, to be funny. Like, right. like uh, rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Like, I just saw right. one where he brought, like, a Native American guy, or you know, out. And, and he, and he, it, like, he was pretty much talking about, like, how everyone's sitting. And it's like, I hope you guys are having a good night tonight. But, like, you all are sitting on land that is covered in blood of, like, my people and stuff. And, like, right. it was a serious topic. He was, like, telling the truth. That, I mean, that's real. But, yeah. like, he was, it was <laughs> ironic. Fun, you colonizers. Yeah, like. <laughs> but it was, it was ironically funny. And it was in the, th- in the, like, theme of what, like, you know, Norm MacDonald would do. But, th- so I, I, I kind of, like, compare it to that, you know, a serious subject. But Seth Rogen didn't 
didn't come out here, you know, I think he came out here to make a statement and to, For sure. you know, it, it was probably the biggest headline from the Emmys that I saw. So, um, so yeah, I, I mean, if he's trying to stay relevant, he's doing a good job by I mean, yeah, and he's things. been popping up. I feel like I see him on my Instagram and stuff. People repost his stuff all the time. So I don't know, like, maybe, I mean, he's always been edgy. So I don't know if he's just trying to continue sort of like that kind of edginess. I, I, what it looks like to me is that he's trying to clean up his, uh, his image, you know? Mm. He's trying to... Uh, he's, he's just legit trying to get away from his, you know, maybe his old school immature ways and stuff and, right. and probably detach himself from, you know, kind of like what Jonah Hill did with the crew and stuff too. So, right. um, so yeah, uh, well V, what made you go yikes this week? This is a sad yikes. It's been swirling in the news everywhere. Mm. So if like you haven't seen some itty bitty part of it, you just I don't know how you haven't, but there's been this whole case surrounding, um, you know, a van lifer, Gabby Petito, and her boyfriend, Brian Laundry, who, you know, they do, I guess they were starting a YouTube channel, Instagram, whatever, following their van life experience. That's super big right now is the whole like refitting a van, traveling around. And they were, you know, a lot of people started on the West Coast travel travel around there's a lot more like camping outdoorsy things to do um but she went missing um and they have just recently found her remains near where uh she was last there was police last called for a domestic dispute that had been called in between her and her boyfriend brian um where allegedly he had been you know well slapping her hitting her doing different things to the point that somebody called in being like, hey, we see them like doing this as they're heading their way back to their campsite, doing whatever, like she doesn't look safe, et cetera. Um, and, you know, he's still unaccounted for. Um, and yeah, so, so I've been actually following this story uh, um, pretty hardcore the last couple of days because it's developing, like, you know, as right. we speak. It's literally um, developing like today. Yeah, still. I mean, yesterday, I mean, on as of Tuesday, they had um, done, I think, an autopsy on her and they've realized that this is not of natural causes. She didn't get no. poisoned. She Homicide. didn't fall or anything like that. There's, there's some uh, criminal activity going on. And the sad part is this Brian dude, like, it's it's just kind of it's kind of it's like a rock in a hard place right now because obviously you're like why don't they arrest him why how do they let him go how do they do all this but it's getting really tricky it's almost turning into like i'm watching it as a develop turn into this casey anthony kind of like type of story where you know they they're they're they've done some things like where this this kid either came back they're saying now that he wasn't even at possibly even at the parents home like no one's ever seen him you know neighbors have neighbors seen him have anybody besides his lawyer and his parents saying he came home for this amount of days and then directed him to some place like some wetlands in florida and stuff that he usually right. goes to which seems like a red herring just to give him even more days to get away um, right so now it's like looking like the parents you know you know, obviously parents are going to try to 
protect their kids and stuff but it's it's looking like the parents are like kind of like abetting um uh you know this whole situation and kind of covering and 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 allegedly you know doing things where it could be uh impeding the case and kind of making it harder for people you know it's really an incredible story because um like there's there's like there's got to be some type of luck happening in these developments of the case because gabby's body wouldn't have been found without certain youtube clips being put on on yeah, the internet and people and stuff. on twitter finding stuff like the police like reaching out Dude, stuff the like internet that. is straight up like doing a great job investigating and maybe like the police have done all this stuff too but they can't tell us what they know because they're in fear of like brian would know more information to get away right. and escape even more or hide evidence or whatever it is so um yeah it's it's really kind of crazy because like you know if if they there was this one video of these people randomly had kept their GoPro on on the top of their van in the middle of nowhere in these woods where anyone can camp anywhere. And as they were passing, they had looked at their footage and they saw the van that was described as like the Gabby and Brian's their van, van. Yeah. And as like he's as they're passing, it looks like someone closes the door, and apparently that's like the area where they were able to find Gabby's remains. Um, you know, if those have been confirmed to be her, and. You know that that's pretty incredible. Like, what are the chances of of that? Like, if they didn't get that video, they would they would probably still be searching for where she is. They would have no clue where she is because this guy is giving no indications. The parents are uncooperative with police, um, and so it's just going to be interesting to see how this develops. Um, now, people are like wondering, like, is he? Is he going to be found dead? Because most of the time, some of these things, like, you know, they end up killing themselves because they've backed into a corner. They know, yeah, they know what they've done. But I've been reading, like, comments and stuff and people being like, you know, if he's, like, if he's, like, hitting like women like and all that stuff like like they they're saying he's not brave and like those type of people are usually not brave enough to off themselves like you know like they're they're, they're they can hit like a woman but they would never be able to like actually physically like pull the trigger and like kill themselves or something like that um and and honestly i, I hate to say it but like he's he's got to be a little smarter than like he's got to be kind of smart to be able to get away for this long and and you know get a an attorney ready before like police even show up and stuff yeah. like that so mm. he he's somehow concocted some type of plan or some type of escape where he you know he's he's getting away for the time being with there's no real like lead on where he's at you know they're still searching this land where like you know could be a place where they were sent there for no reason so Right, because he could be like he could be somewhere completely different at this point. Yeah, depending. people are saying he could be in like Alabama, he could be in Puerto Rico, he could be like anywhere. So, um, and obviously he's gotten like a huge head start, like between anywhere between five to ten days, he's gotten you know to be able to get ahead of, you know, the, if for a person that's under the microscope right now to be able to hide this long. It's pretty incredible. Like, you know, no one's been able to see him. No one's been able to find him. Like, he's there's no record of him flying somewhere. Or, you know, some random, like, in, uh, internet stuff will pop up. Like, like people logging in, making new accounts for Gabby, and all this different stuff is popping up. So, um, Well, yeah, because people, like, the whole thing was, like, her last, her last text to her family seemed almost like, you know, it wasn't specific, didn't seem like her, so, like, her family is like yeah her last two texts was like um can you can you take care of stan he i keep getting his missed calls or something and stan was apparently gabby's 
um, grandfather, so she never referred to her grandfather as Stan or whatever. And yeah, it's it, weird as hell. Yeah, and it sounds like somebody that's getting blown up on their phone, <laughs> like someone they just killed, and they're trying to get like someone to stop calling that phone. Or the last message that was actually sent was like, um, you know, I have no service up here or whatever like that. So, um, you know, it just seemed like a lot of weird stuff happening in the case already. Um, and obviously people will be like, there's so many missing people out there. Why is this girl like, you know, getting so much attention and stuff? It's like, are you serious? Like, this is the perfect story for, um, which that's like a, that's a whole other element to this being kind of like a yikes issue for me is because like she was missing found dead in Wyoming, which is like known for there's so many indigenous people of color who go missing dead, whatever in that area. And it just is like, she's the typical like white blonde girl gone missing. This is a huge story. And it, there's like a, we could, I could go on for hours, days, whatever about what goes into like making this more of a story versus like, you know, the amount of like women of color that go missing and die. But, but that's you can't definitely- deny like how interesting this story actually is. You got an attractive girl, you know, you got a deranged like boyfriend, you know, the van life stuff is very popular. They're YouTubers. Like this is like a Netflix show and it will be. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, condolences to the family, uh, through this hard time. I, it, the, it's definitely not over until there's some type of justice for Gabby. So, um, yikes for sure. We'll probably talk about this more cause, it's a very interesting subject to me. I'm just into that true crime stuff. And, and these stories, like, yeah. they only so often come along, like, where they rise to the top of, like, you know, the zeitgeist. So, um, well, uh, let's uh, switch it over to a lighter note and get into, like, uh, <laughs> something else we can talk about. And, uh, you know, it's that time we talk about Bachelor in Paradise. V, where do we start? This episode is a lot of like tying up loose ends from last week and starting new le- loose ends for next week, which is going to be a three hour event next week, which that's not exciting to me, but whatever. Um, this week, we reconnect on the beach with Kendall being upset. Um, and then she starts to, she pulls Joe away to talk for a while. And. Pretty much that talk turns into Kendall expressing how, in a very roundabout way, she expresses how she pretty much came back to the beach to figure out what could happen between her and Joe. She doesn't say that explicitly, but she says everything but that. And then she pretty much asks Joe, like, well, why did you come here? And after, you know, he did a very romantic display with Serena. They both told each other last week that they were falling in love with each other, et cetera, et cetera. He tells Kendall, you know, like, I came here because I knew me and you were done. Woof. Not an easy thing for Kendall to hear. Fatality. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sister was not loving that. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. It's another another point for Joe because this it's really, besides, like, Judge Joe last week, that's, like, the only, like, 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 point against him that i have because like everything he says is just like pretty honest and and straightforward and 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 thoughtful you know um the way he broke it down to her was legit and she got the hint and went home um 
and good for them because he you know he's he's on track uh good things with serena um until we saw like a look at this next week's episode but um but yeah i mean so that happens ivan is all bummed out because you know he was still we didn't really get to see a lot of it but he did give his rose to uh her um to kendall last week so he was betting on her to give him a rose and now he's kind of squandering like figuring out like this is probably my last you know round until i go home um you know to be honest this was kind of a boring episode i'm not gonna this is a really boring episode actually it's funny because the betches recap of it is called this could have been an email which like we've brought up before (laughs) with like the joe and kendall conversation the first time they had a conversation but this whole episode definitely feels like they phoned it in just to like get us to the three hour finale um because then you know the next thing that happens is that little john's like we're gonna shake shit up i'm gonna bring down two new people which we know when he says two new people and the girls are holding the roses it's gonna be two new dudes Mm -hmm. because what else would it be yeah how else can you shake it up more than that and, it's, and it didn't and, really shake up anything, really. Like, I mean, no. the, the teases that I thought were going to get shooken up really didn't even, like, pan out the way. And that's, like, another tisk-tisk for me because I got fell for editing, like always. I um, know, I know. We f- I fell for it, too, because it I was I thought Marissa edit- was going to be looking bad this episode. Like Me, too. I did, too, except for the fact that, like, when I saw the preview from last week going into this week, I saw Marissa all over Riley when they eventually were like being told that they had to evacuate for the tropical storm. So I was like, either I'm like, I don't know what the timing of this is, but whatever. But Ed and Damar come down, they get a, a double date rose. Um, Ed takes Natasha and Damar, you know, goes and talks to both Chelsea and Marissa and in their little clip of them talking, Marissa and Damar, Marissa makes it seem like, you know, she only came there for Damar. Damar's like, you know, I was excited to see you, blah, blah, blah. But I'm guessing we don't see the conversation they must have had that was like Marissa being like, but after I've had this, you know, this, these vibes with Riley. It yeah, for I me. mean, it, lo- it looks like Riley and Damar are homeboys, so it's like... Damar probably doesn't even want to be stepping on Riley's Yeah, he doesn't want that smoke. He doesn't want it. It's not worth it. And Damar is out here really trying to be, like, one of the top, like, influencers, like, out here and stuff. I see him talking a lot online and everything. So, um, you know, he's he's out there. But um, it didn't look like him and uh, and, uh, Chelsea really hit it off that that well. Um, no, it didn't seem like they hit it off. Like she says in some like their little side interview, she's like, oh, I mean, like Damar's there. But like she doesn't seem that like into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be honest, I feel like in general, I haven't seen Chelsea seem that into anyone. <laughs> so like I'm just like, I don't know what she looks like when she is into somebody. But, you know, they go on a weird date where they have to paint each other. It's typical like Bachelor in Paradise kinds of stuff. Um, so really, I mean, so that happens. Natasha and, and homeboy uh, kiss, and they actually seem like they're liking each they other. They seem like they might have like a little bit of a connection there, which Ed always felt weird to me. Like I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah, I mean, he's more of just kind of got the body, um, you know, of, of a contestant. He, he's kind of a he's kind of like a butterface. Like, yeah. He's got a nice body, I but he heard... looks head head up. He seems kind of dumb. Wait, he has butterface. What You've never mean? heard that? No, I, I have. It's just every everything looks good but his face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. 
Uh, well, um, so this leads us into the storm that comes, right? Wait, wait, before we get there, Mari and Kenny mm. got a date card. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, Kenny got a date card, and they do this really disgust. I'm going to be honest. I couldn't watch most of their date. I just kind of I looked at my phone for most of it because it was so gross. They do this date where they put taco toppings on each other and, like, seductively eat it off each other. And I just... I just, I... I'm not going to lie. This this episode was so boring. I actually fast-forwarded during that part. Like, I didn't see uh, as that I whole said, part. As I said, I didn't watch it. Yeah. I literally just so, was all like, as So that was happened. Happy, uh, we got some as, taco as meat on watching, the taco meat. I was watching, I was gagging. I'm like, I can't do this. This yeah. is gross. So, so. This, the producers come in and say, hey, we don't mean to freak you guys out, but we're going to have to cut the time short right now because there's a crazy hurricane coming through and we're going to post you up, which I thought they would make a bigger deal out of it, but like legit... Five minutes later, they're like back on they were the beach. Back. <laughs> and it must have been like a couple days later or something like that. But so everyone's kind of just like kind of trying to act like normal again. But I don't think it is normal after you got like a night in a hotel and everything. and Or a couple, a couple nights. of nights or who knows how long. We yeah, have no idea the time. Like, Obviously, which, they got to like party a little bit or like they got to sneak out of their rooms. It, like It I don't, seems like it seems like how they were splitting them up that they're going to split them up by like women and men because of like how I saw them like heading into their cars and stuff together. But what it looks like with the preview for next week is that there seems to be some canoodling that might have happened. Yeah. I mean, uh, Ivan and Chelsea end up having a conversation. It looks like they tried to make it look like they were just like, hey, and this is after Ivan straight up said to Aaron, like, yo, I'm not trying to take anybody's roses. But now, like looking at all this, it's like Ivan's a little shady, man. Like he was like, this is like a like uh textbook covering up your tracks and also plotting to you know make a move like in between those two things because obviously he already know knew what he did in the time he was in the hotel right to you know making out with chelsea in front of aaron after aaron and chelsea kind of had a conversation that seemed good for them um chelsea kind of just disregards that and um acts like that didn't happen and makes out with ivan right at which i point, feel like both chelsea and ivan are a little shady because like chelsea oh, made chelsea it seem like shady. They, I, i've already told you that chelsea was shady a couple oh yeah i mean i already ago. said before that chelsea was shady but because like I, I, she was shady on matt's season yeah i mean she's just shady all around but um you know ivan's out here he was putting in some overtime it looks like to get that rose <laughs> so um you can't you can't really i know she calls him her home me and giggles and yeah, I'm like, she's like i didn't mean to friend what kind of homies you. are we <laughs> <laughs> uh it, what kind of homies are you that you know you guys are canoodling in the hotel room but um essentially Which we don't know that yet next week i feel like we're gonna find that out well but. yeah they brought they left us on that little um cliffhanger for next week um a lot of shows have been doing that lately where they just kind of end on a fight because well survivors back now and and that's taking up a oh, lot yeah. of air time so um so yeah that's where we're at with this episode we're gonna come back with ivan and and aaron like aaron trying to act all tough but i really do think ivan like could take him like ivan um is from from some like hardcore like areas of like, his city i believe like, i saw his brother last season <laughs> he was out of jail and stuff so i'm believing that these guys like um could fight and aaron, aaron seems like all talk he's oh, just yeah. like a fucking little dog he just barks 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 and i do like how like ivan was or aaron was like come over here and he's like i'm not coming over there 
And not even on some scared shit. It's just like, no, dude, you come over here if you want to talk. And they're getting each other's faces and stuff. So, um, well, Aaron feels like he owns any girl that he ever talks to on the beach. Like, that's just like, I get where he, like, you know, Ivan had told him, like, I'm not here to try to steal Rose. So I get him being upset about that. But, like, in general, like. Well, the way I kind of put it is that, like, he is, uh, like, emotionally immature for the fact that like he is so mad at the girl that he takes it out on the guy it would almost be like it would it's a guy on guy crime like you know what i'm saying like it if you have a problem with what chelsea did have a conversation with her but he can't get as mad with chelsea as he can with the guy you know which all ends up being like double uh double ridiculous like you know you kind of just look like an idiot because like you he didn't do anything besides you know i guess he did do something to him he did lie to his face but at, at which did. at which point are you gonna like really get are you gonna really fight someone on a on reality tv show no you get sent home like you're not gonna do that and well, and you probably won't be invited back if ever again if you you know right and he wants to fight. make his money that's for sure and um, I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how that pans out. It looks like they're going to have to break some shit up next week. And it looks like, you know, there's going to be some sit downs with Ivan and whatever to figure out what could have led to this, which I feel like feels like almost like letting Aaron off the hook a little bit because it's like, oh, we're going to like forget that he also like is instigating like physical fighting like where you know ivan might be doing some shit but like aaron's the one who's always out here trying to fight somebody he's always like but the thing is though it's like the producers want you to have the verbal you know um uh like uh altercation and all the way to the point until it turns physical then it's when they'll turn on you like you're like what the heck like you're not supposed to put your hands on someone it's like well you got me all the way up into his face screaming and spitting at each other's face like what right. the heck are we supposed to do before then? So it's like it's 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 kind of in their contract. You're going to fight, you're out, and it's not our fault. So that's where we're left with. We got next week's episode uh, coming. Um, yeah. I, the only thing we didn't talk about this episode was the fact that Tia is torn between her vagina tingles with Blake and an actual seemingly nice guy with James in the box because, you know, James even, like, did a cute little, like, painting presentation where he showed a little skyline of Manhattan versus like her one stoplight town stopline painting to like talk about their differences, their similarities, whatever. Which and is then cute. she was getting Huh? It was cute. It was cute. Like he he I had made a, an I, effort. I, he made an effort. It wasn't much, like but it was way more than what James. the other guy was doing, obviously. Blake is not doing a damn thing except for when they had a conversation cuz like she kind of like, you know, talked to him being all like, "What are you doing for me?" to like show that you care. And he's like, "All I do is care about our relationship." He's like, and "All she's I like, want to do is have a conversation." And she's like, "Well, we're having one now and it's not going that great." And and she's like, "Yeah, but why haven't you like come up to me to have this conversation, which I feel her like, I'm like, bro, like he's like, I want, I just wanted to have a conversation with you since our day. And she's like, but what have you done about it? Like, well, whether or not Tio believes so it is safe to say that both these men are good with boxes, right? Get it? Yeah. (laughs) I I get it. 
Anyways, um, well, yeah, Tia, I mean, this is this what I was saying last week about Tia is like she said it herself. She's like going for the bad boy, the tad daddy. Like this is what bothers me about her. It's like you have a guy. If this is actually down to it, you can't help who you like, but you can just like if you actually listen to your like actual feelings as opposed to your vagina. Like you'll you can tell that there's like this guy is gonna drop you right after the show. Well, yeah, because like <laughs> chemistry does not make a relationship. Like you can have so much physical, like intoxicating chemistry with someone, and like you could like you could have like either great sex, great like kissing, great whatever, and that doesn't mean that they're like a good partner mm-hmm. at all. And yeah, I feel like and that's I think the- that's actually a lesson for a lot of people in today's mm-hmm. age. Like, you know, that stuff, especially as you get older, becomes less important to you. Like, I mean, I had to memorize this like like poem for for acting class from uh, Shel Silverstein and. Uh, oh, Shel Silverstein, yeah. a classic. And it's about time. Obviously, I picked one about time, but um, you know, it's just kind of just talking about like like time passing and just being like you know. You know, girl, the girls aren't as as um as pretty as I remember her. Like you know, and it it really is because it could either be personality or like you people just grow older and they're just not as pretty as they used to be, and things change. Like you know, it's not always going to be about the physical stuff and and everything. Like you kind of have to have an emotional connection and someone that actually makes an effort for you and stuff. So um you know, I I definitely see. I hope Tia picks the right one, um but. I don't know. I, I I'd be very surprised if she if she makes the right choice. So um, I know, and it, my only like my only like qualm I have with James is how close of buddies he is with Aaron. Because I'm like, but I don't really put that past these guys because like that's another dumb thing about once you get in a show. It's like you become a like it's a fraternity, especially with your fraternity class. Like you know what I'm right. saying. So. Um, and it's like that with every season, a lot more with the guys now, I feel like with the girls, but, um, right. but yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it also seems like James is the type to kind of instigate situations a lot. Like, I feel like he, was he the one that was talking to Aaron when Chelsea got pulled by DeMar and was like, why are you sweating, bro? Like, it seems like yeah. he, it's like, come on. He, like Aaron wanted to be like, dude, shut up. Like, you know, stop doing this for TV and stuff. Like, it's just, obviously, you know, this is embarrassing and it hurts, but I'm going to have to act all tough. So, um, all right, well we got, so next week's the season finale. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, wow. I believe so. And then we go right into our, second season of bachelorette this bachelorette. year so okay well um do we have any other bachelor news to go over yes yeah, so brendan uh famously now known for how many instagram followers he's lost in the past couple of weeks like um over 100, also 000, right like yeah like insane like yeah like a hundred yeah a hundred thousand um <laughs> and natasha's gone up like three hundred thousand yeah that's insane that's like insane like I can't even think about like so many people just like I don't remember I but, wonder um what they did did they do this with Blake that one season because like I would have I would have liked to see the comparison of Blake that one season to Brendan this season like because they should they should look at that like let me uh, hit up bachelor data on Instagram because that would be interesting to see yeah but because I mean obviously <laughs> 
if you if you can get past the fact that you lost a bunch of followers, you'll be fine one day again. Um, you know, it, I've seen Blake do it. Now he's talking like he never went through it. You know, so it's just like. I think Brendan will be fine one day um, if he just kind of learns and comes out and just like was like, you know, I was an idiot. Um, but some of these people will hold true to like, you know, editing made me look bad and, you know, this is what they wanted to do. Um, I just think Brendan tried to be a little con artist and um, try to get away with stuff and is still trying to look like the good guy. He was doing that since uh, Taisha's season. So um, I, 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 if you don't remember when he left her, like when she he looked like he was gonna win he looked weird right. then too i i mean i was rooting for him that everyone then. was but that's what i'm talking about we is were that all rooting, like tiger Banks. we were all rooting for you you were all rooting for you dude and and then he kind of like he self-eliminated himself because he wasn't really there for the right reasons and this continues to be a theme with him so um yes uh brendan got ended up getting dropped with Nordic Nordic track, a partnership he had with them just a couple of weeks ago. He announced, he's like, well, you know why I look this good? Because of Nordic track. And now it's like, you know why you look bad is because Nordic track dropped your ass, bro. Um, and rightfully so. So, uh, yeah. what else? and he did a very long video apology video on his Instagram <laughs> where like he actively was all like, if I were looking for followers, I would have went on a date with someone with like a million followers. And Demi replied to that, like being all like, you went on a date with me. I have over a million followers. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brendan thinks very highly of himself and he try he's one of those people that tries to be like the sweet the sweet nice guy, but he's not. Like, you know, uh you you he, uh, there was one statement he said like that was caught that he was like or that he was saying to uh Piper where he's like you know, all the girls wanted to be with me and stuff like that. Like, that wasn't what we saw. Like, maybe they thought you were attractive or whatever at first, but it wasn't like we definitely didn't see the edit where everyone was going crazy for Brendan. Um, so, right. and he just thought like so highly of himself that it's just like it was a huge turnoff there. So, um, what else we got for some follow up Bachelor stuff? Uh, Matt is doing decently, Matt James, on his first or so weeks of Dancing with the Stars. He got, you know, all sixes from one of his first dances. Um, I mean, as we saw in some of those fun little after credit scenes that he, you know, has a little bit of dance moves. So I'm excited to see how he continues along this season. Will he just win or get far because all Bachelor, Bachelorette contestants get decently far or... Who's to say? Who's yeah, to say? I wonder if any drama will come out with his dance partner. I feel mm. like that's what they're hoping for. Uh, woof. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah, that's what we got. So, V, why don't we talk about our Slapper of the Week? Hell yeah. Slapper of the Week. This song slaps. <laughs> <laughs> this week's Slapper of the Week comes from... Uh, little artist called little nas x and um in his new album that dropped this past his new week. album that dropped montero um which i believe is his real name uh, it is so uh the song's called that's what i want 
uh, this was a song that we had talked about a couple weeks ago of being like, I like this and I really do like it. And, and I think the reason why I really like it is because it reminds me of a song that's very similar, not just because it sounds similar, but it, it says pretty much the same stuff in the chorus. And the song is called Someone by Rome's. Um, check that song out. I, I would play them back to back here to show you guys that it's a very similar song. You should put them both on the playlist. Oh, yeah, I should. Um, I will. Um, good point. But I'll put them back to back on the playlist on the Future Bachelor Podcast playlist on Spotify can you, so you can hear them. But it's essentially the, the, the it's called That's What I Want. The little Nas X version. I feel like they couldn't name it the song. They couldn't name it somebody or someone to love because that's exactly what the Rome song is. That sounds just like this song. So, um, but regardless, um, I feel like I, like it's happened throughout the years where I feel like I'm the only one that notices that these producers like heard that song and tried to flip it and make it into another one for another person. And um, so until the internet uh, gets behind me, uh, I don't think uh, they're gonna Olivia Rodrigo him. So, lol. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a little little. Uh, pop culture pun there i like to call it but um yeah no so check it out little nas x um you know his debut album is doing very well unfortunately right I now i love it yeah. honestly unfortunately it's not getting to number one because drake is still up there at number one so um so i mean i'm gonna be real i think i like it better than drake's album oh for, i probably do too um i i know that Every song he's dropped so far, it hasn't been like he's just getting to that level where he has a lot of great people working behind him, and his songs mm. are going to be good. He's got um, a lot of good features on the album. Yeah, I love. It. Um, so it, it's very interesting to see his rise. But check that song out; it's really good. It's a fun one. I listen to that. Um, I'll I'll do a little um, honorable mention for you. Uh, Jonas Brothers released their new single. Um, he did. What is it? Uh, that's that's in my head, or what is it called? Oh, something like in, in my head, head. yeah who's something in, in my head i don't remember who's in your head by jonas brothers yeah. and that one was a second place um it was I, honestly a good song oh, i was excited oh i really like it um and they were also performing there at a music midtown this weekend so yeah i didn't get to I stick know. around i actually didn't stick around for the for the main acts like i left right before both of them each time but it was just because like i didn't feel like leaving when everyone else was leaving at the same time so mm. i kind of snuck out before um they let out but so yeah uh well v uh do you have any shout outs this week yeah i just wanted to shout out uh my family's on the trip with me so my parents my mom and my dad and then my brother vince and his girlfriend tierney um for you know enjoying our disney adventure all together nice um well like we mentioned earlier i want to give a happy birthday shout out to the homie jackson <laughs> Um, I also want to give a shout out to my friend Trevor. He, when we went to go pregame for Music Midtown, and I just sat down next to him. He was like, "Hey, you want a free ticket to Music Midtown?" And we we're just talking about how we we're gonna get tickets. I was like, "Yes." So he gave me a ticket to Music Midtown, and and I just like it's an expensive ticket. So um, shout out yeah. to him. <laughs> I owe him a dinner and some drinks. And um, then I just want to shout out our, our mutual friend. Um, you know, you've known him way longer than I have. But Indeed. Um, you brought him into my life. Um, actually, I don't even know how this all happened, but he's become one of my great friends, too. But he's going to be moving away. I'm very I know. I'm very sad about it. Very sad about it, too. So, um, you know, I love him. Aww. I know. I know. Um, yeah, but, shout outs to Knipple. Yeah. <laughs> 
He has left before and come back, so who knows? But we can only hope. We, we can, can only, only hope. hope. Three times a charm. But um, <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be doing a cool like going away thing for him. I'm, I've been DJing on the Beltline, so I'm going to be DJing for him uh, in the park on off the Beltline this weekend. So we're all going to be out there celebrating um you know him getting his new job and his his new venture so uh shout out to everybody man well v um you know that's kind of our episode i don't want to keep you uh too much longer from all the disney fun and and um your family and stuff but i do miss you it's good to see you um i'm glad we get this time to kind of catch up with our listeners um of course when are you coming back what do you, what, what is the what's the trip i'll back? be back the day that this episode drops just later in the day okay so i'll be seeing you this weekend and um yeah i I i'm sure we'll have some stories to come out of it it's gonna be a cool weekend um it was pretty bad weather the last week been raining for like a week it's been raining on and off here in orlando too but it's been decent i mean can't be too mad yeah so um it's supposed to be beautiful it's already looking like the sun is shining right now um first day of fall as we record right um, yeah, and uh, it already it won't feels... feel that way until like. A I mean, weeks. It, there's. I feel like there's different feelings of fall, but there is something like you know. Uh, it's As a like... Midwestern girl, I, I don't feel like it's fall in Atlanta for until October. Yeah, it doesn't change overnight, but um, I feel like it's already getting darker earlier. It's it is staying yeah. darker longer in the morning, and it kind of has this effect on me for some reason. I feel like I've. I've been in fall this last week, so fall back happens. I think close to your birthday too. Yeah, like the time change. Yep. Um. So that's coming up soon. So uh, shout out to everybody that is now in fall with us, and um, <laughs> you know, uh, we'll get we'll, that pumpkin spice latte. Oh yeah, let's start carving. Uh, we got to start planning our our Halloween costumes and all that. I got a list going. So, um, well, guys. We love you. Uh, episode 181 in the books. We'll catch you next week with the episode 182. Because um, that's how numbers work. That's how numbers work. You know how to do it. So we'll see you next week. This has been Future Bachelor. My name is Cy. I'm Veronica. And we love you. Deuces. Bye. Future Bachelor Podcast.